Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. It's yours truly, Hoovy Hoove. What a night it has been. It is Saturday night, right after Saturday Night Live on May 9th. It is 1 a.m. Central Time. Um, The show just ended probably about an hour ago. I've been on uh, Twitter and I've been showing my condolences because that was the best SNL skit show, whatever you want to call it, that they have ever had in SNL history, you know? And I don't want to live in a world where we don't tell each other the truth. And I'm just going to tell you the truth. That was the best SNL they've ever had, period. I'm not trying to knock any of the other SNL shows or episodes, skits, whatever. I just, it's never been funny. It's, that was the best, that one made me laugh. And then Miley, she ended the show with an incredible song, and it was actually good. And I just appreciate what they're doing. I like that they have a sense of humor. You know, granted, I don't know who hacked their Twitter. uh, Was it yesterday or the day before I made that podcast about the whole scam thing? Like, once again, guys, I just want to say, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due, and then you got to, you know, um, and vice versa. I, I don't want to butcher this podcast too much. I just want to get straight to the point. But basically, you know, they got hacked. It's not their fault. There's just bad people in this world. You know, they used SNL's platform to screw over a bunch of people. They sent out this SNLmusk.com link. And there were all these likes and retweets. And I just, just to confirm that it was real. And, you know, of course I fell for it. Um, even the website looks so legit. I mean, if you go on there, I think it's on one of my social medias, but the SNLmusk.com, it's, it's a complete scam and it has nothing to do with SNL or Elon Musk. I came to find out and it just, it's just, it's unfortunate, you know, um, it's unfortunate, you know, you, you have a good heart, you believe in good things and, um, you know, people are just, you know, they're out there to get you and it's not everybody that's why you can't take it so personal you can't take it so little because when these things happen it i i mean they happen you you know you got you try your best you know sometimes you get sick and then you gotta you know take your meds you get you start feeling better and you know that's just what happens but you can't you know uh, i don't know some things you just can't avoid bad people scams and um just people that don't, I don't know. I mean, I I try to, the best way I, I can explain a scammer is that they've gone through some pain. They're sick of whatever their situation is. They put a lot of effort into screwing a lot of people over and then they succeeded. But there's just two things that are wrong with that. Number one, that karma that you sent out into the universe is going to come back at you. And then number two, when you're scamming people, um, just in general, you're not really, I mean, if you put that much effort into that, imagine if you just put it into something else that wasn't illegal, you know, you would be successful. And I don't know, um, just be wary of the scams, you know, A lot of the times when you have a platform like SNL or you have a person like Elon Musk and their status, there's really not much 
uh, you can do. They get exploited, um, and they're they mean well. I mean, I just I followed um, you know Elon for a long time, read his book. Miley, I I followed her for a while, and I I, I like them as people. I like them in general. I just think they put out the right kind of vibes and uh as chad would say on the show tonight which was hilarious man the whole the whole skit top to bottom left to right i mean just everything was amazing it was on point and i just feel like snl finally woke up and was like okay now we're gonna make an actual show and who knows maybe it was miley maybe it was elon i don't really know that was just an incredible show um i've i've i don't ever remember watching saturday night live and and saying, wow, that was amazing. But this was amazing. Yeah. Now, granted, the whole, my last podcast with the whole Elon scam and the title and everything, like, just keep in mind, guys, it's, it's a scam. People are going to scam you. They're going to use people to, you know, famous people. They're going to use famous platforms. They're going to try to screw you over and it happens. But what did I do? I turned right around the next day and I, I gave them condolences because there was an incredible show um, Elon really did he didn't say too much about Dogecoin. He did mention it and all they did was ask what is Dogecoin like 50 times like what is Dogecoin? What is Dogecoin? And um he was pretty he gave the generic answers. He didn't really sell it. Um which is cool, man. I mean, Elon's a cool dude. I, I saw I saw a um in, an actual interview with Elon and there was a bunch of people out in the street and they were they were asking him questions. He was signing stuff, and they they asked him about Dogecoin. Like, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of Dogecoin? What do you think it's gonna be? How do you you know? He's like, well, whatever you want it to be, you know. And he's just, I'd like, you know, he's not trying to like press it upon you. He's just saying, if you guys want it, then it's there. If you don't want it, then it's not there. Um, but I just, I think he's a cool dude in general. Um, I think the fact that you know, the thing started as a joke, the whole Dogecoin started as a, a meme joke back in the day, and now it's becoming somewhat relevant, and um, it could provide some sort of uh, financial stability for some people, I don't know, who nobody knows at this point. Right now, we're all just making moon bags, trying to hodl, and we're all trying to take advantage of this cryptocurrency half the world's like well it's in a bubble and the other half the world's well i'm investing i'm making money and then you know and then you got the uh actual banking system they're considering switching over to crypto according to about 12 news reports and it just seems as if you have a system that's more secure we're adapting but you can't just snap your fingers and overnight switch and so yeah i i Personally, I do believe that there will be a huge transition. There's going to be a lot of fake cryptos that are going to fall out. A lot of people are going to lose a lot of money. But for the most part, just like with people, everything's going to be just fine. Most people are good. And that's just what I believe. I, be- I do. I truly believe that. I mean, a lot of people, they're put into bad situations. They're raised in bad environments and they become out bad. And you're like mad at them. And it's like, what did, what, how, what else were they going to do? And there are exceptions that people come out of that. They change. And if they do change, then you got to respect that. Uh, I was watching a interview with Nick Saban earlier and God, he just, 
if you got, I don't know, if you just go on Twitter, you'll find it. It was one of the most incredible responses to a reporter I've, I've ever heard. And uh, I think the tweet was like, he's not wrong or something like that. Uh, but I don't know. I was just trying to help you find the video. But basically, just the gist of his interview was like, you know, if you guys are going to come out here and, you know, punish a 21-year-old, a 20-year-old, a 19-year-old for his mistake, you know, at least give him credit where credit's due. I don't know. He he said it a lot better than I have. I'm butchering the crap out of it. I mean, you can't really replace a Nick Saban speech. It was just on point. But basically... He was saying, you know, this guy went on to 15 years in the league, I think played for the Bengals, and now his daughter's going to Princeton. And then he ended it with, you don't want your daughter, you don't want his daughter to go to Princeton just because of a mistake? He said, I handled the mistake. I punished him, whatever. You know, he did his thing, did his due diligence, and everything was fine. But that's just it, man. We're all human. You know, we all make mistakes, and we're not perfect. But you can't you can't just have one person make a mistake and then hold that against them for their entire lives, you know. Um, and I just thought that was a good point, and which kind of circles back around to the SNL tweet that came out a couple days ago, and it was just such a bizarre situation to kind of follow up. You know, I was kind of out of it, had vertigo. We had a hundred workers here at my house. They were banging on walls. Things are chopping. Airplanes are flying over my head because I'm right next to the airport in Dallas. And I don't know what it is with these airplanes, but they fly over. It kicks in my vertigo, and I get all dizzy again every single time with to no avail. I'm sure it'll go away eventually. But it's just, you know, I woke up. It was like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., somewhere around that time. I was about May 7th, kind of around, you know, people are starting to tie down for the day and I wake up and I get I getting all these tweet notifications from SNL and I'm like what in the hell is this as some sort of Elon Musk promotion then I'm like okay a lot of people are liking and retweeting this liking and I'm like wow like 460 people and and then in my mind like I'm just now waking up I'm still kind of recovering from my vertigo and you know I'm like, okay, well, let me check into this. I'm like, oh, he, Elon's probably doing what Gary Vee's doing, trying to get people acclimated with the, you know, with the ETH, the Doge, and the Bitcoin. I mean, this is this is amazing. Um, I'm so glad, you know, I have my MetaMask, I have my ETH in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna participate. And I don't know, this if you gotta go watch the video on my Twitter or. Um, just anywhere I'm life and self-help with Hoovy social media. But basically, as you all know, it came out to be a scam. So if, you know, if I were to ever come become famous, because I mean, I only have, you know, a few hundred listeners and, you know, a few, you know, a few people drop in here, here and there, say thanks, whatever. Um, but I don't know, you know, if I wouldn't be subject to that. Because if I were to become famous and someone wanted to use my name to exploit other people, I mean, that's messed up. You know, that's just, it's someone else speaking for me on my name. And I mean, that's just unfair. It was unfair to SNL. It's unfair to Elon Musk. And it's uh, really unfair for me not to at least post something as a follow-up and say something. And so um, it's interesting because... I actually, I used to be a public speaker 
and I used to speak in front of uh, multi-millionaires, multi-billionaires, uh, Bill Rowling, the Schultz brothers, and all of this. And I, I realized that I was very comfortable um, speaking in front of people. It was just and people's number one fear was my number one goal. And what I found was that, you know, a couple of nights when I was prepping for these speeches, I mean, I would have a few people in front of me and I would be doing this speech like like a, like 30,000 people were in front of me, you know? And that's why I, I appreciate, and the reason I say that is because I do get feedback from my podcast. I do have people that reach out to me. I have people that send me voice memos and that means a lot, you know? Uh, I don't have a lot of people that follow my podcast, but I do have a, a lot in comparison to what I thought was imaginable. And so... Whether I scale this to a higher audience or whether, you know, whatever happens, I'm ready for whatever, because the truth is, is if you're putting out the right type of frequencies into the universe, you're putting out good vibes, you're, you're coming from a, a positive, empathetic disposition, it may not always be understood by everyone, but it came from a good place and it could help someone somewhere, somehow. And that's why I do this. It's called Life and Self-Help with Hoovy because I started from absolutely nothing. My parents started from absolutely nothing. Um, they both have their masters now and they've turned around their lives. And then I had to go out and experience a little bit of my own poverty and my own experiences and my own, you know, struggle to survive. And then not to mention, you know, battling through all sorts of, you know, kidney stones and God knows what life was throwing at me. But, you know, some people that I used to know, they don't live anymore. They don't exist. You know, they've died. They've been in car wrecks. They've, you know, I don't know. I had a friend that had unfortunately killed himself. And I had a, another friend that was rear-ended at a car accident. And he unfortunately caught fire and they couldn't get him out. But the thing is, when you're... Let's say you're in medical pain and you're on that medical table and you just feel so alone. I just can't describe it. When you come out of that, when you survive and you overcome that adversity or you overcome a death in the family or death of a friend or someone close, you know, it happens to all of us. It happens everywhere. But if life hasn't punched you in the mouth, then you won't understand where I'm coming from. Every single podcast and every single thing that I post and every single person that I meet and every single thing that I do, it revolves around reciprocal altruism. And how, how can I make this person better? How can, I don't want to change anyone, but how can I make an impact on this person's life? And if just one person or one song or one podcast or one book could change your entire life, I, I think it's worth it. And if you could just have one moment and one time and one person's life, just that one moment could change the entirety of that person's direction, which could change a thousand other people's direction, which could literally change the entire world. I know that sounds crazy, you know, changing the world, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just giving you small examples that catapult into something that's, that's, I mean, that's amazing. And... I'll end with this because we're already on 15 minutes and I try to keep them around 10 or 15 minutes because I can go on forever. But 
we're living in a world where social media is active. Everyone's kind of a little bit more connected. Everyone's got internet. Everyone's got a way to see almost everything, no matter how censored it is. That it seems as if the videos keep coming through, the truth keeps coming through, and I think it's good because there are some bad, there are some good, but it, you know what it's doing? It's eradicating all the BS that everyone thought was relevant, but it's not relevant. And it's also bringing to light some of the truths that weren't BS that we can fix. And so with the one touch of a button in the middle of anywhere that has a connection, you can make a difference. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And you notice if you go through my podcast and if you listen to some of my podcasts, I do them all in one take. I don't do any edits. I don't go into my programming. I don't go back and try to stitch, 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 touch, touch, touch. You know, it. I'm, I, it's not that I'm not a perfectionist, but it's not that I'm not trying to not be that. It's more or less I'm trying to find a balanced equanimity in which I can give you something raw. I can give you something real because a lot of the times, I mean, what am I going to do? Am I going to come out here and just make a podcast just to make a podcast so I can have season one, episode nine, just to put something in there? No, I'm going to come out here when I'm inspired. I'm going to come out here when I'm motivated. I'm going to come out here when I see something that sparks because sometimes you know, especially, you know, with the past year with COVID and the breakdown, and the pandemic, I mean, it was just depressing. I mean, good Lord, I stared at the same wall for nine months and then I discovered, I was like, wow, I don't want to be in this room anymore, but it's fascinating. You know, I've been in here so long, I freaking adapted to it. I did. And now I, I'd love to just appreciate the idea of just traveling or the idea of going somewhere else other than, you know, my house, you know, walking around the block, you know, just driving to Chick-fil-A every single day. I'm not endorsing them, but just the truth. It's right there. It's delicious. Sorry. Um, not sorry. But the thing is, guys, we have one moment one life and I don't want to get on some esoteric rant just I'll end with this uh the odds of us being here 400 trillion to one all you cynics out there it's like that's not the number but it's like winning the lottery you know 10 or 11 times I don't really know how else to say this but gratitude and just having that kind of um just being thankful for what you have when you have it, while you have it. I mean, that per- having that perspective every single day and just knowing that, you know, you have people that are going through hardships and hard times. They're struggling every single day and they are going through the, you know, possibly the worst time. You don't just, you just don't know what someone's going through. So be empathetic, be open-minded. And if someone's trying to help you, but it feels uncomfortable, let them help you. Because that usually that's what, that's all they're trying to do is they're just trying to help. And if you don't want to be helped and you just want some space, go get some space. Go get some time. It's fine. You know, we all go at, the, go at this at a, at a different time at a different rate. You know, when I was younger, I would look at people and I'd be like, where do they get that confidence? Where are they getting this knowledge? Where, how, are they just, how are they just doing this? How, you know, I watch uh, stand-up comedians. Uh, they're a good example. They go up there and they just rip a whole entire skit. It's incredible. But they're feeding off the moment. They're feeding off the crowd. They're feeding off, you know, things that are just um, 
kind of organic right there. And um, that's why I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of improv. I don't watch it a lot, but I, I'm a huge fan of it just in general because it's not scripted. It's not BS. I'm not saying that the movies that are scripted are not good. There's some incredible movies that are fully scripted, but I think there's a lot more freedom and there's a lot more advancements nowadays, but I digress on that subject. But the the idea of improv and coming up with something completely original, organic off the spot, that's what we want. You know, we want the, you know, whatever Miley Cyrus was singing at the, at the end of SNL, we want that heart and soul, that raw realness in live time. That's what we want. We don't want, you know the same old bippity bop i don't even want a dog on anybody but we you all know what i mean there's just this typical bippity boppity what the hell are we listening to kind of music like on the same radio station you know but now we have spotify now we have itunes but you know we have um youtube and platforms where you can listen to music and uh, and all sorts and different ways and it's just beautiful i think this world is beautiful it's ugly but damn it can be so beautiful so um that's it for me today guys um it's yours truly hoovy hoove i appreciate anyone and everyone that comes in here every single time and every single moment you know i just i i realized something one day and it's that i have a lot of love and i want to give as much as i can away and this feeling that I have, I want you to have it, you know, it's just, it's an enriched feeling that's, that's within you, and, and everyone deserves to feel this way, and it's funny, because this past week was one of the worst weeks of my life, you know, I, I, I was going through severe vertigo, everybody goes through things, but I would rather have kidney stones than to go through that severe vertigo that I was going through, started with some ear infection, I highly recommend don't using Q-tips, by the way. Go get your ears cleaned by a doctor. But I don't know what happened. I still have kind of some lingering vertigo. But the fact that it's over, the fact that it's gone and hopefully stays gone, uh, you know, I'm just I'm so thankful. And so I don't know, guys. Um, I appreciate you guys coming in. Like I said, Uh, if you have any questions or if you guys have any comments or you guys want to reach out to me, just find me on Twitter, Life and Self Help with Hoovy. You can DM me. I have no problem responding. Um, I just, I want good things for you. And if I don't have the answers, I'll direct you to someone that possibly might have the answers. Uh, Dogecoin to the moon. Peace.